a Lifetime original podcast. I'm nothing if not a professional. <laughs> Mabel, so help me God. Okay? I'm over here doing this podcast trying to keep you in finery. I love a Lifetime movie. We are one degree removed from camp girls right now. Dead on the bed. That's going to be my Lifetime movie. I'm a married mother and... There's some salacious stuff. Why is no one ever walking to their car at the same time as a woman in a Lifetime movie? Keep your sticky fingers out of my cloud. My tank top's part of a five-pack from Costco. Who cares? If you're hot in a film now, I think you're a killer. (laughs) You don't get to judge me. There's nothing wrong with it. I am not going to judge you for working as a cam girl, but I am not happy that you lied to me. I didn't lie. You didn't tell me the whole truth either. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, fresh from ingesting some caffeine, joined by my gorgeous, hilarious, amazing co-host, Naomi Ekparrigan. That is so nice of you, Megan. You know, I was roasting you before we started recording, and I just think it was real classy of you to just start us fresh. I'm nothing if not a professional. Now, I do want to say, though, this is a very special episode because... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jesse, Lifetime's own Jesse Katz has rejoined wow. us. Okay. I don't know Jesse's actual title, but she's a senior. Okay. Big boss. Big she's boss. She's up lady. there. She hasn't been by the pod recording in months. Okay. Because she's a big boss lady. And so now she's here. She's listening in. Okay. Yeah. And so that means we have got to be our best. All right. We cannot be cussing left and right. And we cannot be talking about how I'm unattracted to somebody's men. Okay. Okay. That's just a fact. It honestly, it feels like our parole officer has come, <laughs> you know, to make sure yes. our bed is made. Yep. Testing our urine. Testing our urine. And you know what? Mine's not going to pass. <laughs> so, Naomi, if you could slide me some pee, I could really. Use I could it. slide you some pee, but then they might think you're diabetic. So, you know, <laughs> either way, they're going to have to look into something, you know, because there's a lot going on. And speaking of secrets, which I, yeah. that's how I get there, because you're in secrets. Why not? We're going to talk to you today about the, I'm going to say, really fun, unexpected movie, Secrets Exposed. All right. Uh-huh. This is a new joint, and it is about single mom Joanna who's looking forward to surprising her daughter Lizzie at college. But when she arrives on campus, Joanna is shocked to learn Lizzie is missing. With a killer on the loose and shocking details about her daughter coming to light, she'll do anything to find her before the culprit strikes again. This one was like, I don't know. I felt like I didn't really know kind of what I was in for. That's like vague, like, you know, that a lot of times a log line will be like, this is exactly what's about to happen. And there were twists, there were turns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll give us credit as as we go. But we had some theories and some of them came true. Yes, absolutely. So, detectives. Absolutely. You know what, honestly, without further ado, honey, we got to get into it. 
So we start my favorite way to start any Lifetime movie. Woman running. Okay? Mm. The stakes are high. It's nighttime. This woman is like running from a large, like, would you call it a modernist? Like, it's very modern, right? Modernist? Modern mansion. Modern mansion. Okay. That feels very remote. Mm -hmm. So remote that, like, she's in the house, and then when she's outside of the house, she's in the woods. And as you listeners know, a woman running in the woods is Naomi and my worst nightmare. It combines exercise, fear, darkness. It's all, it's all bad. Nature. I mean, there's, I think the problem is, you know, there's so many things that can take you down in that scenario. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, For me, asthma. A a branch. Exactly. Like you could go down in so many ways. So it's like already terrible because obviously she's running from someone. She ends up falling on the ground. Hello, running in nature. I'm sure she's barefoot. And then we see she's dragged backwards by some hands. We can't even see them. And she's just like... Why are you doing this to me? I'm like, okay, that's what I want to know. So we cut to three days earlier. Okay, so we're going back in time. We love that, though. We love that. Yeah. Set up the stakes. Now go back and tell me how we got to this darkness, okay? And that's just three days, you guys. So this is huge, okay? Because we cut to that same woman who's running. Her name is Lizzie. She's a college student. And she's on the phone with her mom. And her mom is a lawyer. Her mom is hot. Yes. Young. Her mom is Gorgina. I was very Mm -hmm. obsessed. And she's like telling her mom, she's like, Sorry, mom. I I can't come home this weekend. Too much work lined up. And you can kind of tell by their dynamic. And maybe I just say this as an only child of a single mother. But I was like, you know, mom is single. You know, she's an only child. Like, you can just tell by the way they talk. Oh, wow. You could tell. Because she's like, I really want you to come home. And it's like, only moms without stuff to do say that. Okay. Well, that, I mean, I'm one of three and my mom is still married and she talks like that to me now and I'm 36. Well, that's because she's obsessed with you and your relationship is a little Cody. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Naomi, I've got bad news. My therapist is on like vacation and this podcast may have to sub in. (laughs) Okay. So yes, the mom is gorgeous. She is a lawyer because we find out that she has like law school loans to pay, Mm -hmm. which is why Lizzie declined her mother's help with paying for her tuition. What? Naomi, I I don't think I've ever heard. I have never, ever in my life heard of a teen. (laughs) I know. A, a a sophomore at most go, no, keep your money, parents. I will find a way through this. It's like, what? Lizzie, you bonked your head in the woods, but you bonked your head at some point before this because that doesn't make any sense. I know, especially because it's like, remember, her mom's a lawyer and her mom's not like a public interest lawyer. OK, she's like, I'm about to be partner. I was like, I think she can break you off a little something. Your mom is she's not offering. Yeah, like, she's like <laughs> pleading. But the thing is, like when she's on the phone with her mom, too, like Lizzie, she's really anxious. She's really intense. Mm-hmm. She's like really scattered. Yeah, like has a real almost like it felt a little temper tantrumy to me, too. Like, where it's like, yeah. I gotta go. You know, so she's very stressed out. And you're like, okay, what's going on with you? And she's all of this while she's sitting under a poster that says good vibes only. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very L.A. Yes. To be like, oh, my God, I was hearing about an L.A. woman recently. I had been so mean, <laughs> so mean to one of my friends. And then was like, but I run a nonprofit. And it's like, <laughs> why don't you be nice? And that can be your nonprofit. And so that's. You know, I just love the irony. I know. And so as she hangs up the phone from talking to her mom, she gets a text from an unknown caller. It says, hey, baby, ready for our session. So as huh. soon as I see that, my first thought is, is she a sugar baby? 
You know what I mean? Oh. That was my first thought. Now, she's a sugar baby. She says she's yeah. paying. Someone says, hey, baby, ready for our session. I say, what do I know? This is what I know, okay? Now, here's the thing, though. After that, we cut to Lizzie in the shower. In the pitch dark. Thank you. In the dark. I go, why are you showering in the dark? Do you not have electricity? Do you need another job? A second job? And I know we've talked a lot about parking structures, you know, the, pl- no. uh, the woods, yeah. the places that are, yeah. like, scary, that we don't want to go. College showers <laughs> may have seen more abductions and killings on this podcast than jail. <laughs> you know, I mean, these places are dangerous. I know. I know. I know. You cannot shower in a dorm. Yeah. And I don't know why she's in the dark. It make it make sense. And then here's the thing. We see feet walking into the bathroom. Now, what I noticed about these feet, they're sneakered feet. They're feet that are looking, they look like they're almost wearing like Chuck Taylors, but like that kind Uh-oh. of shoe. You know what I mean? Where I was like, okay, this is not the black boot of a trained killer. Okay? Right. This is right, not right, right. the steel-toed boot of a man on the run. So I was like, okay, these sneakers are supposed Good to be point. giving me a clue. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, what's this? Good point. So we see the feet walking into the bathroom, and she opens the shower curtain, and Lizzie screams. Psycho style. Yes. <laughs> okay. What happens after that? We cut to daytime on the college campus. I mean, they're really just terrifying me left and right. Like, so far, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, between her being dragged and then her having someone, it's like, okay, I get it. Something about to, I was like, something happened to Lizzie. Lizzie's having a tough week. <laughs> But basically, this next scene, it's the next day on the college campus. And what we see on screen and what we'll see throughout the movie is the lower third basically saying 64 hours remaining. Yes. In in the style of the TV show 24. Exactly. It's going to be giving us a countdown because now Lizzie is missing. Right. And so... As her mom goes on to explain later in the film, those first 72 hours are very important in a missing person's case. Look, we all know that. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that. Okay? You know that you got... It's all about the first 48. It's all about the first 72. We know. We know. Because if you're listening to this, you're in deep just like us. Okay? So mom has driven to campus after their little tiff they got in. And she is standing outside of an educational building. (laughs) With a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> and I see this and it's like, if you're trying to make up with your college age daughter, do not show up on campus with flowers. Like, that is going to be greeted with mom. Well, now, Megan, as someone in a Cody relation with their mom, you know, yes. is that, and, and you did go to school in Indiana, so. Yes, my mom would 100% do that. She would. She would show up on campus. Uh, yes, I feel like I could come back to my sorority house and my mom would be like tucked into my bed. <laughs> like, hello, I got grilled cheeses for us. Like, and maybe that's why I was like, Lizzie, no. Like, I was like, okay, she's been dragged in the woods, abducted in the shower, and now a third trauma. <laughs> well, this is the thing that's interesting, though, because mom is standing outside the building, but like, didn't go inside. So I guess she's like waiting for Lizzie to come out so they can have a casual run in. It's not like I she should go in the classroom, of course. But I was like, you know, you can open the door and go into the building itself. Right. But she doesn't do that. And then finally, like this, like hot young teacher comes out. And I'm going to tell you guys, I know his name now, his character name. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say his name until I discovered what his name was. OK, so for a while, I'm just going to his name is Hot Young Teacher. OK, because I'm going to tell you, it took me a while to learn what his actual name was. And I didn't know his name either. And it's like it's sometimes we just don't know these people's names, but they're so important. <laughs> but and it, like the thing is, I didn't even know his last name. Like it wasn't like Professor. Blank. I know. I just said it was just hot like young professor, man. 
young hottie profess. So he apparently teaches the class that Lizzie was supposed to be in that her mom was waiting for her. Yeah, something computery. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the name, but something technical. Lizzie was not in class, which he says. But I can't recall the last time that she was absent. They always do this. In the, and it's like. He's obsessed. Uh, this is not. College professors do not care. They do not know who you are, and yeah. they do not care. <laughs> I'm sorry, they don't. And, and the thing is, I had a college professor that did know and did care, and he was in love with me. Okay, so that's the... <gasps> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have been doing this podcast for over a year, and we're just now finding out a college professor was in love with you? You're going to be so... A college professor obsession, if you will? Yes, you're going to be so mad at me, because... Megan! So, he was fully in love with me, and I didn't even, like, track it, really. I just was like, I'm really good at this class. <laughs> and then... Wait, okay, and wait, then, wait, wait, no, no, no. What class? Um, he, I had him for two in the same semester, and they were both law-related. And... What year? My senior year. Okay, okay. So you're a legal grown woman. Maybe my, it may have been my junior year, junior or senior, but yes, I'm an adult. And so I was in theater, so he would come to my plays, you know, like, <gasps> oh, I'm sorry, Lord. I thought I was a good actress, okay. And then <laughs> over, and then he would like email me Merry Christmas and. Okay, Megan, what are you talking about? You didn't track it. And so then the university reached out to me and was like, Hi, um, we have had some complaints on your behalf that a teacher is, you know, behaving inappropriately with you in a class. And I was like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) 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 I was like, no, I'm I'm all good. Thanks, though. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay, so other people obviously noticed that he was, like, rolling up to your productions and, like, hanging out, and you were just like, how nice of him to be engaged in the campus community. The thing is, I was really good at the class. Like, I got, like, a 98 on, like, sorry. I mean, so then I started to be like... Megan, it's really hard to know if you were that good or if he was in love, if it was because he was in love with you. I know, but I was telling myself, like, sorry, I should be a lawyer, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it was no, it's it's classic me to be being harassed and have other people report it and maybe like proceed as normal. I'm fine. Well, also, it's classic you to be harassed and be like, I'm just getting the attention I deserve. Yeah. Like you very much are like someone's paying attention to me. That checks out. Now, wait, I still have more questions. I can't believe we are not. We are just finding this out. Now, and I had another teacher. Uh, I had a no, no, we have to stick with this okay, one. Sorry. And then we can pivot. How old? Like, what was his bracket? What was his age bracket? Elderly. (gasps) (laughs) I mean, um, I would say at least 30 to 40 years older than me. Older than you. Okay. And now, did you dress in college like the girls in college professor obsession? Like, did you go to school in class and dresses? Maybe by um, freshman year, I kind of would dress up because I was trying to, like, get a football player to date me. And... (laughs) It worked. And then by (laughs) junior and senior year, I was rolling in in a trash bag, you know. But were you like a hand raised? Like, I'm just trying to to think. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm like, how does, you know, again, as you said, professors don't care. You know, are you just like, you know, the first hand up with the right answer? Oh, yeah. Smiling bright. And he's like, he's like, she's a star. You know, I'm an active listener. And what I did, I did just remember one time in class, he was like, you look like and remind me so much of my favorite actress oh my <laughs> lord yeah no, it was bad it was bad <laughs> do we know who that favorite actress was it was like some italian like bombshell 
I mean, you know, this was like, <laughs> okay. yeah, it was like a foreign film. Oh my God. Okay. I'm very upset that we have to continue talking about the movie now because I still have questions, but we have to focus yeah, because sorry, sorry. let me just say, so unlike the teacher who was in love with Megan, <laughs> this professor, he's looking like 30 at most. Mm-hmm. He's been in another Lifetime movie, but you guys, I was too lazy to look up which one. But, you know, I know his face. He's, like, very smiley. He has, like, a languid kind of vibe. Yeah. But, like, he talks with a smile on his face. Yeah. Like, almost the way they tell you to do when you're doing voiceover so that you seem upbeat. Oh, I didn't know that. He he was giving me Clark Kent vibes. You know, like, hot, like, smart. Hot, smart. Well, yeah, because it was like, it's like, I'm I'm hot and messily, but then look at my button-down shirt. Yeah. That's how you know I'm professional, uh-huh. right? And so he's basically like, you know, hey, yeah, I haven't seen Lizzie. This is not normal. And like, it also seems like they're kind of like flirting or at least there's like a vibe. (laughs) They're vibing. Exactly. And I was like, okay, this is like way too intense. So after that, Lizzie's mom, Joanna, I just called her Lizzie's mom the entire movie, but her name is... I call her Lizzie's mom the whole time too. I didn't even know her name was Joanna until you just said that. Joanna goes to the dorm room and the RA lets her into the building. The RA is a girl named Zoe. She is ethno-ambiguo. I am getting Canadian South Asian energy, but what do I know? Okay. And I love her. Like from the bat, and maybe it's because the RA that we've had previously (laughs) was like, and you're like, this gal's cool. Oh, it's so funny because to me, I was like, you are not well because she's like, she gives her an (laughs) attitude. Like, because basically she goes knocking on the door. There's no answer. (laughs) And then the RA is like, you know, it's like, she doesn't want to talk to you. What else can you do? First of all, like I'm her mother. I'm worried about her. And literally, she's always like, I have a key, but I don't know if I should use it. Who says that? Students' rights. Students' rights. Zoe probably knows that her mom's not paying any of that tuition. And so she's like, I can't let you in. But then she does eventually let her, like, Joanna, I guess it's her name, was like, let me in. You know, so she lets her in. And the, and the room is messy. It's overturned. It's overturned. Yeah. And Joanna's like, something must be wrong. And I truly, my dad used to always say my room looked like it had been ransacked. <laughs> so like when she was like, something's wrong, I'm like, my parents would have walked in and been like, oh, okay, everything's good. Never mind. <laughs> Megan's all right. Well, okay, well, this is Zoe because this, and this is what I took issue with because basically Joanna's like, okay, this is not normal. Not only is it ransacked, yeah. Lizzie's keys are on the floor. And Zoe has, Zoe's right. like, well, people are messy. Well, people have backup keys. It's like, Zoe, yeah. you act like you know everything about Lizzie in a way that a regular RA wouldn't. If it's up against my parent who raised me and the RA who I just met, like, at the beginning of the semester, I would go with the parent's assessment of things. Of course, of course. Zoe's stonewalling. Course. She's putting, like, she's just like, too quick to, you know, w- brush it all off. So I just felt like, okay, that's my first clue. Something's up with you. You see what I'm saying? Because you're so quick to be like, nothing's wrong. No, I did think it was strange how she wasn't trying to be like helpful to the mom. She does give one nugget, though. She says, Elizabeth and Nicole would sometimes hang out at this bar called Turquoise. Nicole bartended there, too. Is it on campus? (laughs) No way. It's not a college bar. Actually, it can get pretty rough. Yeah, I know. Like, rough? (laughs) All right. (laughs) And then she's like, you got to get out of the room. I can get in trouble. And Lizzie's mom is like, uh, get out. Okay. And but here's my issue with Joanna the whole time. It's like, you're a lawyer. I know. know. Like, you know that's not, like, be a a lawyer. Be annoying to her and be like, legally, I actually am allowed to be in here based on, like, and Joanna doesn't do that at all throughout the Well, the, the only thing legally she knows is that the first 72 hours matter. Like, that's what she keeps bringing up. She's like, I'm a lawyer, 72 hours. And I said, what about you, like, 
literally threatening people with injunctions and warrants and everything. I wanted her to be so much more... Karen. Yes, more Karen. She was like, she was pretty reasonable. Like, obviously, she was a mother. She was on her hunt. But she was... Guys, we'll just get into it because we keep telling you this, but you'll see it. You'll see it. Okay, so she does steal Lizzie's keys. Yeah, the keys are on the floor. She was like, okay, fine, I'll leave. And then pockets them. And I said, okay, good. Good good on you, Joanna. Okay. Then she goes to the bar and the bar has a real biker vibe to it. Kind of a dusty saloon. But also with a little coyote <laughs> ugly. Because there's like a hot rough and tumble gal who's like pouring drinks. It's like, you got to order down there and you can't You know, there's like rules. And it's like, it's 11 a.m. <laughs> Give her what she wants. Oh, God. It's like so loud to and it's freshly in the morning and the bartender's really mean to mom, really dismissive and she's like, oh, well, and you know, because mom's basically like, hey, I heard my daughter and Nicole used to hang out here and we know Nicole worked at the bar and so the bartender's like, this college press figured she'd make more money online taking her clothes off for the basement dwelling firms. What do you mean? She's working as a cam girl. And, you know, and she's like, okay, what? And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Joanna's like, okay, this is the first time hearing of this. And then she's like, can you give me some information on where Nicole lives? And then the bartender is like, why should I help you? You know, so she's really like giving her a hard time. And part of me is like, this is a very nice mom who just wants some information. Give her the address. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like tell her where she yeah. is. It'd be different if mom came in there, you know, with an attitude, with a cop, with something. And she's like, what are you doing in here in this brothel? <laughs> but she's just like. Hello. And then she eventually whips out $20 and is like, can you just tell me where Nicole lives? Right. And I was like, oh, my God. It's also like, I was like, also, lady, you can be bought for 20 bucks. You're not that badass. Okay. If 20 bucks is your price, you need to just tone it down a notch. Okay. Now, cut to nighttime. Mom goes to Nicole's apartment. And I got to say, nice big old apartment. This is huge. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, is this the Sex in the City set? <laughs> like, she was in, like, a brownstone walk-up. She was beautiful hardwood floors, French doors, okay? Yes, and she walks in. We see the Good Vibes Only poster. I didn't notice that. Did you no. clock that? I cl- yeah, I clocked it, but they they both may have But I'm one, saying, like, they know? must because it's probably part of camming. It must be. So Lizzie's mom, Joanna, I guess, <laughs> is in this gorgeous real estate, and she sees the cam girl setup, which is honestly not that different than the podcasting setup. Because <laughs> it's like, I've got a ring light on right now and I've got, you know, my little, my microphone. You, like, if someone walked in here, they'd be like, oh my God, Megan's a cam girl. And it's like, no. <laughs> well, quite honestly, I would love to be a, a cam girl, but what, what it would be is I'd be a sexless cam girl. We'd call it lonely fans. It would just be me talking fully clothed. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would very much do that for money. I'd be like, you want to talk? Pay me. I don't care. Naomi, there is a, Huge market for that. Are you kidding? Huge. I guarantee it. With my clothes fully on. Just being like, hey. Yes. I do think what you're describing is also not that different from podcasting. <laughs> like, we are we are one degree removed from camp girls right now. And like, that's great. I, like, willing to do it. I, I voted for myself on Wikifeet multiple times to get my rating up. Okay? Like, I'm not above pursuing different right, avenues right, right, if right. yappy, yappy, yappy right, dies out. right. Okay, so she's poking around and then she winds up seeing a recording of Lizzie on the computer where Lizzie's like, I'm Lizzie. I just turned 21. I majoring in computer science and I love video games and running track. I'm on here working hard to put myself through college, but that doesn't mean 
It's obvious that she's yeah. a camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her own daughter. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, and then and then like mom is like kind of just like, you didn't have to do this. You know what I mean? Like mom is just like, yeah. and I feel so bad for her. I was like, this is such a, I don't know. Like for some reason that moment really hit me the pain of just like, she was literally just being like, I can help you make your, you know what I mean? I can help you with college. And it's like, this is what you went to do. And it's like, oh, girl. Yeah, why don't you just take the money? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Look, well, quite honestly, I'm sure she's making way more as a camp girl than mom could ever give her. That's but, true. That's true. It's like, oof, I do get it. I do get it. So mom is like upset. But then she, before she can kind of, you know, and she seems like she's almost about to kind of like spiral. But then she hears a sound and then she starts calling out. She goes to Nicole's bedroom and Nicole is First, you think she's asleep, but because it's lifetime, you know she ain't no. asleep, honey. She dead on the bed. Okay? Dead on the bed. That's going to be my lifetime movie. No, that's a great title. And so she's like trying to like call Nicole, you know, trying to rouse her, not realizing. And then someone comes up behind her and puts a bag over her head. <laughs> and yes. I was like, what? It's like, oh, lights out, lights Joanna. Out, Joanna. But then we cut to cops around Nicole's house and mom is alive. Not only alive, not a scratch on her. Perfectly fine. Her makeup is good. I'm like, wait, what? I w- I couldn't, I was like, what did he just do? It's like, so do you think it's like he kind of like put the bag over her to like, to get away, like to briefly disorient her? Like, I was so she's sitting outside the house and she's being questioned by a cop who has a gentle voice but very dismissive and clearly incompetent classic of course listen to this miss beaumont do you know if lizzie has her phone on her i'm not sure Uh, i have sent her a couple of text messages but i haven't gotten any responses if she's on your plan you can have her cell phone provider track her location she insisted on getting her own plan when she went off to college. And she tried so hard to be independent. But can't the police track its location? We'll have to get a warrant. That'll take some time. Detective, my daughter is still alive. You have to find her. We'll do our best. I'm a lawyer. I know the first 72 hours in a missing person's case is critical to finding them alive. And considering no one's heard from Lizzie since last night, oh, that means we only have just over two days left. We'll do our best. In the meantime, if you hear anything about this cam girl business or your daughter, let us know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. Joanna, why don't you go to the news? If there's anything we know, it's that the news loves hot missing white mm-hmm, girls. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. That is what society and Patrice O'Neill have taught yes. us. Yes. So, like... Uh, this is this is the beginning of her being kind of passive yeah. in this. Yeah, stuff. not as sharp as she could be. Also, I just love that the cop says, though, if you hear anything about your daughter or this business, let us know. It's like, well, honey, if I hear anything about my daughter or this business, I will have cracked the case. Nobody needs you if I get that information. Anyway, mom leaves. She goes back to Lizzie's dorm, you know, t- uses the key she took. She looks around. She finds a camera and lighting equipment in the closet. She finds sexy underwear in a drawer. She also finds a car key that's like hidden under some clothes. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. as she's doing this, Zoe the RA walks into Lizzie's room. Why? Why? Hello? To to take her homework? Thank you. And she's like, what are you doing here? To the mom. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing here? Thank you. And I did clock it as being strange. I was like, why are you coming in? 
But then, like, before Zoe can flip out at her for no reason, um, she tells her that Nicole is dead. Mm-hmm. And then Zoe finally, like, stops with the, like, I can't help you act. And we get some of the backstory on what Zoe has been keeping from her. I knew. Nicole talked about it a lot. She used to brag about how good she was at it. I'm sorry. That was an awful thing to say. And Lizzie? Well, I knew she was thinking about it. She was worried about paying her part of tuition that her scholarships and loans didn't cover. Canvas jobs don't pay much. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which is like, we kind of already knew that. Right. Right. right but it's right, like, right. Zoe, that could have been helpful. Exactly. Because now someone's dead. Exactly. It's like, it's like Zoe, girl, what? So then... Lizzie's mom goes to hot teacher and asks him to log into Lizzie's computer. And he's like, sure. Yeah, I'm happy to help. And again, this is my first red flag with him. You are a teacher who has just agreed to hack into a student's computer without any kind of uh, legal or police directive. You see what I'm saying? Like, he, he ain't right. You don't like what Zoe's doing and you don't like what Clark Kent is doing. I'm hearing damned if you do, damned if well, you don't. Well, I'm, he- I'm hearing y'all all a little too loosey-goosey, okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess like she didn't threaten him with yeah. anything. Like, I think he just does it because he likes well, see, her. I want, him, I want her to have to twist his arm because it makes more sense to me that he would be difficult and Zoe would be amenable. You see what I'm saying? Where I'm like, right. Zoe, you're right. stonewalling for no reason than the actual professor who's employed by the university who could get in trouble for doing this. It's like, sure. And then he puts on his glasses to show us that he's smart. Yep. And computers, computers, glasses. I think it's so funny when hot people put on glasses in like movies and TV shows. Because it's like, I put on my glasses now. And now you know I am intelligent. And he figures out the password to Lizzie's computer very quickly, which is her and her mother's birthdays, which I feel like the mom should have been able to guess. Okay. And Joanna's like so touched <laughs> by it. And and then they basically fully flirt throughout this entire yeah. scene. And I'm like, I don't know if you've forgotten. Your daughter is yeah. missing. Like there there seems to be there I there is urgency because she is going through these steps, but she doesn't seem frantic. Yeah. Like she's not like crying. We never see her breakdown. She's just like, hey, um, do you think you could do this? <laughs> oh, bagels? I love bagels. And I'm like, what the what is going on? Is this a first date? Or are you trying to find your daughter? Oh, God. There are videos on Lizzie's computer. And at first, the hot teacher's like, maybe I should look at them first. And she's like, no, I'm her mother. I should. No, this sir. Is- it's like, thank you. We're thank good. you. Thank you. I was like, okay, he's in love with Lizzie. This is like, and you know, so then mom, like after she's looked at the videos and everything, mom tells the professor, you know, what she heard and what she saw. And then they have a very weird conversation. Listen to this. Well, most of her sessions were just her answering questions they messaged her, mostly about what video games she liked, school, ordinary life, really. She was smart. What do you mean? Sure, there are a lot of terrible people on the internet, but there are also a lot of people who are just lonely. See, she figured out that some of them would be happy to give her a couple bucks in exchange for some genuine time and attention. I'd like to say you were right, except we're not just talking about a couple of bucks. Look at those amounts. Wow. And this one client, PV Tech, uh, he spent thousands of dollars in only a couple of months. 
That's not some lonely guy just looking for a nice conversation. That's... Obsession? I haven't seen any conversations that were that salacious. You know, we like to think that obsession is about sex, but usually it's about... Power. And with that amount of money, PV Tech would have a lot of power. Is there any way we could find out if Lizzie and Nicole had clients in common? Helping students unlock a personal device is one thing, but busting into a third-party encrypted website is another. Which is why you never saw me do this. Okay, here's what I figured out. The professor does not speak any of his lines with any inflection. Because you know they shoot the movie so quickly, there's a lot of dialogue to take in, and I just feel like I can tell that hot professor's struggling. Okay? All right. See, I think he's trying to maybe, like, cover something up. I think he's making a choice. What uh, what I took issue with in this scene is all of the videos on Lizzie's computer were super innocent. <laughs> Not a chance. I, I mean, Naomi, that's why you're like, yeah, I'll be a cam girl and I'll just sit and eat sandwiches and talk to people. <laughs> Because that's basically what her mom, her mom's like, nope, easy. It's like, I'm not a cam girl and there's wild shit on my phone. <laughs> I'm a married mother and there's some salacious stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, any of you listeners, don't you dare try to find Megan and steal her phone. Okay? Just so you can get some salacious material. I keep your sticky fingers out of my cloud. Now, Hot Professor manages to look up Nicole's like her account for this cam site, basically, you know, what she's yeah. using to register. This cam site is, is like very low budget. Honey, it's porous. It's like also like, you know, when it comes to the security, it's like Swiss cheese. Okay. Holes everywhere. You can get right in there. And he finds out that both Lizzie and Nicole were talking to a guy with the username PV tech, which I took to mean perverted tech. <laughs> And they both had canceled sessions with him shortly before Nicole was killed. So we also learned the women were paid in crypto. So it was untraceable. Okay. First crypto reference for a Lifetime film for me. Again, this movie is fresh. It's now. It's it. Okay. And then he puts the info on a thumb drive so that mom can give it to the cops. But what we learned is that uh, Lizzie's messages have been encrypted. And he cannot figure out how to open them. So, like the personal message, I, messages I guess they were sending back and forth, separate from the separate from the videos, they can't access. So that's something they're trying to figure out this whole yeah. time. Mom leaves the computer lab and she goes out to her car, and the driver's side window has been broken. And then there's a note that says, "Leave now and don't talk to the police." <laughs> Which, wow. If you think that's going to make someone not keep looking in, like whenever people do that, like leave notes or they're like, they're I like know. stop this now. I'm like, you've actually just provided us with that's evidence and a reason to keep looking. Exactly. So, so of course, she takes the, the love <laughs> note to the police and the cop's like, thanks, you got to go. <laughs> and then I'm like, go to the news exactly. again. I know. I know. Well, we've got a cam girl missing. This is freaking TMZ. Yeah. Also, like, not just, it's like, two, ima imagine this. Two local Caucasian college girls are missing. One is dead. And yeah. a beautiful Caucasian blonde mother is on the case. I mean, that would be everywhere. That is, uh, that's leading the six o'clock news. I mean, I mean, you'd have the whole town on alert anyway. Okay, so mom finds Zoe in the library who is putting up like lost dog photos of Lizzie. <laughs> 
<laughs> lost dog stapling photos. them all over and joanna's like that's so sweet and then <laughs> zoe tells her she claimed one of her clients was actually paul vargas paul vargas as in paul vargas technologies he's one of those tech startup millionaires you know goes around saving rainforests and eliminating childhood diseases Paul Vargas, who is a tech millionaire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be a billionaire? <laughs> well, I like it, though. It felt very much more relatable to me. I know I kept wanting to be like tech billionaire. I was like, no, no, no. He hasn't gone that far. He's comfortable. He's comfortable. Tech millionaire. So he's like not doing that great. <laughs> well, if you know, if it's a small town, a millionaire can really take you far. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's in yeah. a college town. So I was like, OK, he's doing good. So she's at his office. Now you have to know, this is a Saturday. She goes into this man's office on a Saturday. Full staff is there. (laughs) Full staff, including his personal admin. I said, honey, you can't work from home. And his admin is an unimpressed black gay man who's literally like, I cannot help you. Why are you here? Leave me alone. Like, he is not having it. Because he's mad he's at work on a Saturday. He's like, bitch, the longer you stand here, the longer I'm going to have to be here. So (laughs) be gone. So she's like, I just have to see him. I'm not going to leave. And then Paul Vargas comes out of his office and he's like, okay, what's going on? I'll talk to you. And so... Mom comes to him, tells him what she knows, you know, especially about PV Tech, the camming. And of course, he says he's never even used a cam girl. He's not at all sympathetic to her plight. I mean, he is like nasty. Listen to this. I wish I could help you, truly. But as I said, I've never hired a cam girl in my life, ever. I don't know why your daughter's friend thought that I was one of her clients. Maybe that's what some user claimed, but it wasn't me. Did I mention the girls were paid in cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency that was made possible by the technology that you yourself created. You're edging dangerously close to slander. Or is it blackmail you're trying for? Blackmail? I would never, look, my daughter is missing. So you claim. But even if she is missing, you have no right to come into my place of business and start making unfounded accusations. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid this is all the time I can have for you. Please leave now. Or I will call security myself. Dang, Paul Vargas don't care. I mean, she came in hot. But see, to me, she didn't even come in that hot. She came in like warm. Do you know what I mean? Like where she was yeah. like, I want answers. Yeah. And and like I said, because he's like, you're slandering me. And she's like, oh no, it's like, you're trying to like blackmail me. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to find my daughter. And he's like, get out of here. What I always find funny is like, there's only one line of defense keeping you from this like, richest man in town. It's like there there would just be she would have to go through like eight checkpoints before she even got to him. So maybe he's just like, get out. My security has broken down. Okay, (laughs) so when she leaves his office, we see Paul Vargas immediately pick up his phone and say, Ben, it's Vargas, the woman who just left. Yes, her name is Joanna Beaumont. She needs to be dealt with immediately. Put your best men on it and tell them to do whatever's necessary to make this situation go away. And I think that Paul Vargas and Hot Professor kind of look alike. Not at all. They just both have square heads. Okay, great. That's it. Thank you. Okay, so then we see on the screen 34 hours remaining. So mom goes back to Hot Professor, tells him about Paul Vargas, and and Hot Professor's like, oh no, Paul Vargas is ruthless and dangerous. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. I know, I love, but see, again, that for me is another red flag, because here's my thing. What you know about Paul Vargas being ruthless and dangerous? You know nothing. And so it's like, you, why are you saying that? You don't know. And then also my other thing too is like, 
Remember, PV Tech is the name of his company. Right. If you are a wealthy man using a cam girl, why would your username be the same name as your company? You know what I mean? It would be like Sexy Paul or Daddy Vargas. Like, and it would I, not be PV Tech. I don't even think he'd be using this site. I think if he I, wanted cam girls, he'd be like, hey, I'm going to hire like specific cam girls that will go through a secure site, know, like know, to even create the, but I, you I know, know, these, I, know. I mean, sometimes these men behave crazy. So I know. Okay. So hot professor, he has still been hacking, hacking, hacking glasses, glasses, glasses. <laughs> and we learned that Lizzie has been paying for a parking space. And her mom's like, that's weird. She didn't even have a car, but then she remembers she found that car key. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the lot, gets into the car. And as she's in this Parking garage. Come on. We get the vibe that she is being watched. Okay, what do we got here now? This is Lifetime Bingo, baby. We're talking woman alone in a parking structure. We're talking the long lens being watched from a distance. This never ends well. So she pulls, the car is a Mercedes, by the way. So for your college age <laughs> daughter to not have a car and then suddenly have a Mercedes, it's like, that would raise some flags. Um, So she opens the glove box and there is a note from Paul Vargas on PB Tech letterhead. Oh God, clunk. That says, come and see me anytime, sign Paul. With a phone number. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Okay, so mom grabs this note. She gets out the car, immediately calls the cops. And as she's on the phone, a guy starts following her. Yeah. And mom is walking a little fast. And I said, girl, you in this parking structure by yourself. Why is no one ever walking to their car at the same time as a woman in a Lifetime movie? And he like knocks her down, rips the paper out of her hand and runs off. Y'all, if that ain't Paul Vargas, I don't know who it is. And we got to take a break because (laughs) I can't even. Okay, we're back. We're back. So she's been knocked down. Her phone has been broken. And the note from Paul has been snatched by the man, not a hooded figure, a man in a baseball cap. Mm-hmm. One rung down on sketchy men. <laughs> At this point of the film, I'm thinking she has been to so many places today. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's been to the computer lab five times. She's been to <laughs> Paul Vargas's office. She's been to the police. She's been like, it's like, yeah, how, yeah. Joanna, have do you have a granola bar? Do you have a <laughs> banana? You this is you're going all over town. I know. I said, where is your Nalgene? You've got to hydrate as you're running these streets. And 
then she keeps being assaulted and then left totally fine. Like, again, this man didn't do anything to her. I know, literally just took the... So, but that's what I mean. It's like, he just took the note, which means it's like, how did you know that the note she had in her hand was about Paul Vargas unless somebody told you, follow her to the car and take whatever she has? Like, it's like, I'm like the layers of things where I'm like, okay, Paul, you're involved. Make it make sense. But then cut to her at the hot professor's house and he's fixing her phone like he's a damn Apple store. I said, this is not part of being a computer teacher, fixing the screen of an iPhone. No, and honestly, it was an Apple store because he had couches that would be in like a waiting room that they didn't want you to linger in. (laughs) Oh, I hate when someone has an uncomfortable couch. I know, I know. Okay, so he's like, maybe you should stay here. I mean, like I can crash on the couch and you can take the bedroom. You shouldn't be alone right now. Not if Vargas is sending people after you. And I'm like, what? Is this freaking, you've got mail? Is this a rom-com <laughs> or is this a thriller? I know, I know. And then she's like, oh, okay, which I'm like, why? And then, you know, back at Paul Vargas's office, that paper that the creepy guy took is dropped off to him via courier. And then he just like crumples it up. So I'm like, okay, are you happy now? But he seems mad. But then back at the professor's house, Lizzie's mom makes them rigatoni for dinner. Chipper as hell. Chipper. And I just need you to listen to this like, to professor's like insane react. Like I felt his reaction and inflection were very nuts. Listen to this. This was one of Lizzie's favorite meals as a kid. Haven't made it in years. What? Why does he sound so angry, Megan? Like he goes, what? Why not? Like, why doesn't she make rigatoni? It's like, calm down. While you are focused on him, I am focused on Joanna. And I'm like, how can you eat? I know, I know. How can you cook? So you're with Clark Kent going, what is going on with you? And I'm with Joanna going, what is going on with you? Yes, 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 yes. So I also, too, I just like where it's like, you happen to have everything for my perfect rigatoni. I was like, well, that sounds like a very stocked kitchen. If you've got everything to make a beautiful rigatoni meal, then you are not a struggling, you know, adjunct. Well, and as we learn, he's perhaps not a struggling adjunct because before he became a a professor, he worked in tech startups. Well, hello. That's the that's the clue I need. Thank so you. Th- as soon as I hear that, here's my theory. The teacher is setting up Paul Vargas or is somehow involved. Because I was like, why would a tech millionaire use his actual company name, as I already said? And, like, remember, everything that mom is finding out about Lizzie is coming directly from him. So he is the one who's like, it's PV Tech. Paul Vargas is ruthless. Like, no average person has, like, hot takes on the personality of a tech millionaire unless they have personal experience with them. And hot takes on their 20-year-old student. Because she's one of the best students I've ever had. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So, Naomi, I was very excited because this was your theory and you're really smart and you figure these movies out a lot faster than I do. But <laughs> When I saw your theory, I go, oh, my God, that's my theory, too. You're getting it, Megan. You're getting it. Because I said I'm attracted to this professor. I'm not going to let him trick me. (laughs) I've got my eye on him. So, like, even if he's not, like, if you're hot in a film now, Mm -hmm. I think you're a killer. That's just what I have to do to protect myself. So then here's my question. Do you think the professor was talking to Lizzie 
as PV Tech? Yes. I think he's posing and trying to frame Paul Vargas. Okay, so he was doing that. Because Paul Vargas and him probably used to be in business and he stole something from him or something. Well, hello. So then they're eating and the mom's like, I smell something burning. So then she goes back to the kitchen thinking maybe she didn't turn something off, but that's not it. And then she's like, no. And then she's like, I see it's outside. She sees something on fire outside. And then stomps on it. And I thought it was going to be like a bag. <laughs> a bag of poop. I thought yeah. it was going to be ding dong bitch a bag of poop. <laughs> right. But instead it was Lizzie's tank top. That's And weird. I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, why would you light a tank top on fire? This is where I was like, okay, who is this killer? This person is That's not. That's not even scary. It would have been like more ominous to light a photo of her on fire or like. It was just so her tank top. I'll light, I'll light this damn shirt I'm wearing right now on fire. I know. I'm like, my tank top's part of a five pack from Costco. Who cares? But this is an exciting moment because we are now at minute 46. And Naomi, what happens? I learned his name is Trevor. <laughs> the professor's name is Trevor. She is, the mom goes, Trevor? And I was like, okay, what? his name is Trevor. Minute 46. And also, we're what? not just that. She's upset, you know, stomping on the tank top. They have this emotional moment when he comes out and he like holds her and they're like about to kiss. Yeah. And mom is like, sorry, I can't. Not while Lizzie is. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. So there's no problem with the fact that he is her, her daughter's professor. There's no problem with the fact that he's at least 15 years her junior. She says, not what my daughter's missing. Once we find my daughter, we can smash. Yeah. That's what she says. Which is, I, I guess, <laughs> kind of the only appropriate decision she's made in regards to her missing daughter at this point. I couldn't believe it. But after that, though, because I like screamed, I was like, I could not believe this. And then after that, we cut to this house and we see a hooded figure holding a bag of groceries. So okay, I'm like, love okay, that. you're <laughs> Snack like time. Running, exactly errands. <laughs> you're running errands. And this person has Lizzie's phone on the counter. And we see, you know, all these texts, all these calls from mom, of course. So, okay, Lizzie's phone is in the possession of this hooded figure who's buying groceries. And then we see that person come into the room where Lizzie is handcuffed to the bed. Yep. She's clothed. She's laying down, but she alive. is obviously she's alive, but she is obviously being detained. So at least now we see Lizzie because we haven't seen her, you know, for the last 40 minutes. And it's like, we don't know what's going to happen with our girl. OK, so now it's the next morning. It's 75 things happened the day before. Next morning, um, Trevor, who, you know, is like to the students, call me Trevor. Yeah. Which it's like, <laughs> I prefer not to. I do not want to be paying money to learn from a man named Trevor. No, thank you. <laughs> um, so he's unencrypted the messages and sees that. PB Tech was sending personal messages in addition to their correspondences that they were able to see before. And he was trying to meet up with Lizzie in real life and started sending increasingly threatening messages to her. Come to me. Don't make me hunt you down. You won't like what I'll have to do to you then. And then no one will ever see you alive ever again. But it still says PV Tech. It's not, it, we still just have the username. We don't have right. who is attached to the username. And so mom hatches this plan that I'm going to say isn't great. I don't love it. I don't love no, it. No. She's like, okay, I'm going to confront him. And then they're able to find via his website, which I'm like, is he a comedian? Is he updating all of his <laughs> locations? You know, he's at side splitters. We're just going to go on right down there. So they're like, he's speaking at an outdoor luncheon on a Sunday and she wants Trevor to come 
so he can film the interaction. No, no, no. Right, you're right, you're right. He wants her there at first just to be a witness. Like, I need yeah. someone there with me to prove that this is really happening. But then, and this is, this is for me what sealed it for me. When they get to the venue, he's like, What if I film you from my phone from a place where he won't notice? That way we have hard proof that no one can deny. And I was like, that's because you, that's because Paul would recognize him. If he walked up, Paul would be like, Trevor. And that's why Trevor was like, uh, I'm going to stay right over here. Yes. And that's how I knew. I said, uh-uh, you know, Paul, you dangerous, you doing dirty. But what's also great is that he's like, okay, I'll just hide over here in front of this floor to ceiling length window. <laughs> like, it's like, there's not, there's not a post. Like, exactly. he's just like, I'm going to film on this expansive view. But also, I'm going to film with no audio. There's with no, no audio. way to know what they're saying. You're just going to film that he interacted with this woman in public. Just two white people talking. <laughs> oh, I said, get me that footage. <laughs> okay, so... There's a big group of press. A uh, big group is... <laughs> an exaggeration there's four to five people a covid safe group of press yes six feet apart. And, and i think the amount of people there matches his net worth we're, you know we're talking <laughs> tech millionaire they're like man on a sunday nah i got stuff to do <laughs> um so mom is like well, i'm so glad to hear you say that mr vargas especially considering my daughter lizzie is one of the youths that you're talking about you beaumont joanna beaumont uh, did he tell you about my daughter, Lizzie? She was going to school at Gibson University. Well, she was until she suddenly disappeared this week for no reason. She spent quite a lot of time talking to Mr. Vargas. I'm so sorry. Miss Beaumont is understandably distraught over the disappearance of her daughter. Of course I'm distraught. Especially after the note I found in my daughter's car with your number on it. And I actually think Paul, like, does a pretty good job of being like, oh, you know what? Give me a second. I'm going to talk to this blonde gal. So then when they go have a private little conversation off to the side, he admits to knowing Lizzie. Yeah. And like everyone else, no one can seem to put together the fact that Lizzie is also Elizabeth. Because the whole thing is that when she's gotten to college, she said, I'm Elizabeth. And to her mother, she's Lizzie. <laughs> so then everyone's like, well, I don't know who you're talking about. Right? When you said Elizabeth, I could, it'd be like me going by Meg. Meg Gailey. Never heard of her. <laughs> and then he also admits to the assault in the parking lot. He hired that guy. <laughs> Listen to this. After you left my office, I called my security team and had them hire a private investigator to find out more about you and your daughter. Hey, this wouldn't be the first time someone made up a lie to try to blackmail me. In my experience, it's best to get out in front of these things. And I didn't tell him to do anything but follow you. So I should be grateful that he didn't push me in front of a truck? Look, he saw the note and he overstepped his bounds, and I'm very sorry. I'd be happy to give you the investigator's number if you want to pursue legal action. The only action I want to take is to find my daughter. Nobody has seen or heard from her, and my texts are no longer getting through to her. Wait, she was still receiving your texts even after she disappeared? Was she opening them? Well, somebody was. I don't think it was Lizzie. I know my daughter, and I know that something is very wrong. So you decided this was some grand conspiracy just because your daughter didn't want to talk to you? You invaded my office. You tried to humiliate me in public. You accused me of being mixed up in a murder just because your daughter decided she didn't want to talk to you anymore? It doesn't make sense for her not to answer me. If this is the way you treated her, it makes perfect sense. She probably got sick of her control freak of a mother and decided to go someplace you couldn't keep interfering in her life. I have never interfered in her life. I know my daughter, and I know her better than anyone. 
Did you know she was working as a cam girl? Okay, oh, great. snap. Paul He's Marcus, like, he went too far, though. <laughs> I mean, but then he also turned in the the moment he yes. was like, wait, 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 wait. So you mean you send in text, you see they are red, and she ain't responding to you, and you trying to bring me down? Bye, bitch. <laughs> Paul Vargas was like, get out of here. And which, like, maybe, but also you hired someone to assault her. Like, I think it's okay that she's here. Well, it's also like, I, you're also a tech person. You know that someone can have someone else's phone, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just this is, text this is why he's being... a millionaire and not a billionaire. <laughs> okay, oh so, and then... Trevor, like, she reports all this back to Trevor because at this point, she's like, maybe Paul Vargas isn't PB Tech. And Trevor's like, you got to listen to your gut. Right, because basically she, because she starts to think, like, maybe I am acting crazy. It's like, well, my yeah. daughter did not respond to my text. Maybe she just <laughs> wants to be left alone. But then, right. yeah, Trevor's like, listen to your gut, don't give up. And it's like, okay. And she takes that maybe too to heart because she's sitting outside waiting for Trevor to bring the car around and a person. Just a person, a full just person. A person in in a hoodie and jeans with the hood with the hood pulled up walks past her and she is immediately convinced it's Lizzie so much so she starts like chasing after her yeah follows the girl the girl goes inside a building and she's like Lizzie 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 and the girl is not responding the girl continues to move and run away and mom like follows her because it's basically like the kitchen area of the venue where Paul Vargas is having this event and so she, like, is running after her, loses sight of her. Mm -hmm. Then that person turns off the lights, and mom is bonked over the head. Head You bonk. love a head bonk. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> you love a bonk. Head bonk. So now, if you've been keeping track at home, this is the third time she's been assaulted. Don't worry. She's still fine. <laughs> and you got to know it's been in... Also, third time in 40 hours. You know yes. what I mean? Like, we're this is a real short time frame to me. We're talking maybe yeah. third concussion. You know, if she's an NFL player, she's out for weeks. <laughs> so cut to her coming to. She is knocked unconscious. I'm like, she's fine. And Trevor's helping her up. And so they go outside and she's like, we need to go to the police. Well, she's like, she's like, okay, look, I saw Lizzie. Someone attacked me. They're trying to stop me. We've got to go to the police. But now there is no chance that they're going to help her because of what she's saying. Listen to this. Thank you for making us aware, Miss Beaumont. Aren't you going to question Paul Vargas? We have a lot of leads to cover. In the case of Nicole's murder, uh, tracking her camming clients is taking a lot more manpower, but we intend to look into anything that might lead us to a killer. And Vargas is the only one who's connected to both Nicole and Lizzie, and Lizzie is missing. But she's not missing. You just told me you saw her today and she was alive and well and not under any duress. You can't stop looking for her. And what about tracing her phone's location? You said you'd work on that. I did say that. But now I can't. Why? Because no judge is going to give a warrant to trace the phone of a girl who isn't missing. But she is missing and it's been three days and I may never see her again. We still want to talk to her about Nicole's death, but we can't keep looking for her like she's a missing person. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Why would she tell them a random girl in a hoodie was her daughter? Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm not even on her side. Now I'm right. like, okay, I get, like, the cops are already predisposed to not help you. But now you're like, I saw my daughter. And then it's like, okay, well, and if you saw her, then she's not missing. Then, okay, good for you. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, yeah. like, why would you help if you're like, yeah, okay, well, you found her. Which we have to assume is basically what happened. Because then we see her leaving the police station. And she's on the phone with R.A. Zoe, who she's planning to meet up with and then we get 
a private investigator hired by Paul Vargas, who steps out of the shadows. And he basically is like, Mr. Vargas has been blackmailed before. Tell me how much money you want to end this witch hunt. And if it's reasonable, we'll pay it. And she's like, I refuse. And that's the lawyer in her, Megan. That's how you know she's a mom lawyer. She goes, okay. I cannot be bought. Okay. Then we see on the screen, three hours remaining. TikTok. Oh my gosh. I know. Mom is back inside Lizzie's dorm room. She's sitting on the bed and then she hears what sounds like another girl like doing cam work, basically. It sounds like the girl's talking. Let me do it. Yeah. You like that? Okay, big daddy. <laughs> oh, my strap fell down. And oh, so- my other strap. Oh, I don't like my, it. Stop it. My Stop. boobies are <laughs> So then mom gets up, runs to the next door to the room, opens the door, and the girl doing cam work is Zoe. Dun, dun. (laughs) And Zoe is in hot lingerie. And also a a lavender rainbow wig. Yes, yes. Cam girls have to have wigs of unnatural hair colors. Rule one. What is that? I just don't understand what that's about. She was almost giving me an anime energy. PV Tech, if he sees auburn or brown or blonde or black hair, he can't get it up. Mm-mm. He needs to see pink, purple, <laughs> green. Bright orange, okay? Yeah. And then Zoe, when mom comes in, basically Zoe finally admits that she was the one who started doing cam girl work first and she got Lizzie and Nicole into it. Well, this would have been helpful. Thank you. Also, see, now this is why you didn't want nobody up in the bedroom. This is why you were trying to go up in the room. Yeah. Because you you masterminded all of this, okay? But then she says, I got them into it. If there's anything I know about Lizzie is that nobody gets her into anything. And I imagine Nicole was the same way. Yes, but I never wanted anything bad to happen. Of course you didn't. But didn't you ever think that you could be in danger too? I don't want you getting hurt. I won't. Promise. I have to ask you, was Paul Vargas your client too? His user ID was PV Tech. Did you ever have a client who went by that or something similar? No, nothing like that. Mom? We got to say she's pretty sex pause. She's not really judging. She just wants people to not die. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, like reasonable fair fair she's like she's not like you're dirty she's literally like please be safe the other cam. she's like okay both of your cam girlfriends one is dead the other is missing could you not do this and Zoe's like don't worry about me and i was like all right zoe well i think at the end of the film joanna's like listen i'm gonna become a cam girl madam and i'm gonna make sure all my girls stay safe (laughs) oh my god that would be a good movie that night joanna sleeps in lizzie's dorm room this is what peggy would do (laughs) and then she sends She's like still texting Lizzie, you know, trying to be like, you up? (laughs) And we see that Lizzie is still in that bedroom, handcuffed to a bed in what looks like it could be a modern house. And her phone pings. But that's the thing. Was the phone next to her? It wasn't like, it wasn't like, I was like, she can't answer. It was in the room. It was in the room, but it was like on the table, which I thought was very strange. I was like, why is the phone in the room? But I thought maybe they were trying to like torture her. You know, Uh it'd be like, your phone is here, but it's out of reach. Oh God, that is a nightmare. Yeah. So Lizzie is able to basically bust open this Ikea bed <laughs> that has one screw that I'm like, Lizzie, you've been in this bed for two days. Like, well, how? it takes time. It takes time. Because she has to like stretch and reach across to grab something in the side table and then yeah. uses that to unscroll a corner so that she can take apart the frame so okay, that she can get right. the handcuff off. 
listen, I can't put a bed together or take it apart with Hello? directions. Exactly. So who am I? You're right. Who am I? Okay, so then she gets out of the room. She runs down the stairs, opens the door, and to go out. And who does she come face to face with? <gasps> Paul, Paul Vargas. Vargas. <laughs> wow. Okay. What do we say? What do we say? Okay. So then I was like, wait, what? And then as she runs out, we're in the scene that we're, we saw in the very beginning. Lizzie running in the woods, then she's falling, and then she's being dragged across the ground and saying, why are you doing this to me? Okay, next morning, we're back in Lizzie's dorm room. Trevor knocks on the door, you know, mom's inside. And he's like, I hacked Lizzie's phone to get its location. Where is she? Her phone, at least, is right here. I don't even know where that place is. It's a couple hours outside of town. It's pretty isolated, actually. There's, like, nothing anywhere around it. The address comes up as a, as a rental property. Do you think maybe she really did need to get away? Someone is keeping her there. This this house looks familiar. Someone is keeping her there. Like... Paul Vargas. He's used his house for corporate events. How do you know that? Are you on his Airbnb? I mean, then mom's like, okay, great. We got to get the cops. And then Trevor's like, no, no, no. Don't call the cops because I got her... The, the way I found her location was illegal. Yeah, It does not matter. It's to find her. This is also when, like, mom as lawyer. <laughs> yes. Who cares, Joanna? You make the law work for you. Thank you. Thank you. So they get to this house in the country, and mom gets a text. <laughs> it's in all caps from Lizzie, we think. I'm not even yeah. sure from her, but it's like, well, I've been kidnapped. I'm I don't kidnapped. know where I am. <laughs> I don't know where I am. And then mom uses that text Sorry. as a reason to call the police. And they're like, okay, fine. We're going to send the local authorities. But, but it's going to be a minute because <laughs> you're at that country house where Paul Vargas used to host events. <laughs> And it's also like, I'm sorry, if you're Paul Vargas, a rich and famous man with property, if you don't have a dang ring camera, a nest, an entire system, there's no way he would not, like... There's no security. They Because the thing is, there's not even bushes. Like, there's not a fence. There's, there's the tree line, and then they're just in an open lawn, not a shrub to hide nope. behind. Nope, And nope. they're just walking around in, the, in bright daylight. I know. I know. And and we see so mom approaches the house and it's wind it, this is modern so it's like yeah tons all, of windows yeah all glass we see Lizzie she's handcuffed to a couch this time mm -hmm. and Paul Vargas is sitting opposite her and he's saying to her I don't think you have much time left and you're like what and you can only see you like just see Paul Vargas is like pretty much his head and shoulders yeah and he looks like really serious but then one side of his face does look bruised and I wondered if that was like. You know, I was like, okay, well, did he, like, in when him and Lizzie were tussling is basically what I thought I was seeing. Not that, like, me. when he was trying to, because I see him bruised, right? And so you see him sitting there, and you're like, okay. And so then she runs back to Trevor, and Trevor's like, okay, I see his car. I think he's going to, like, move Lizzie. Like, we got to move now. So then Trevor's like, okay, you go for Lizzie while I go for Vargas. Yeah. So mom enters the house through a basement door, which I think Unlocked. is utterly insane. Unlocked. How? No How? alarm. PV Tech? PV tech, there's no tech in your house? Okay. Okay. Mom goes to Lizzie. I'm like, 
no one's there? And the thing is, these are like open air house. We, open we're not concept. even talking open concept. beyond open concept. And mom is like in kind of like a clunky wedge claw. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> just like going up the stairs. She had time to go into the kitchen and make a snack. Like no one is around. <laughs> I know. I know. But then Lizzie like turns to her and she's like, and she, you know, like, what's that? Mom's like, what's she's that smell? Wet. And she's like, it's gasoline. It's all over me. And then mom looks over and we see Paul Vargas is tied up on the couch. And I knew it. I knew he was. You knew he was tied up? Yes. When she ran into him at the front door, I was like, that's not who's actually doing it. They're tricking us. But then I didn't understand. So what? They got him to the house. Like he got him to come to the house. Yep. She saw Paul. She ran away. He went and subdued Paul, then went back. Okay, see, this is what happens because it's very confusing. So then... Who walks into the room? Who walks into the room holding a gas can and lighter? But... Zoe. Y'all. Wow, okay. Zoe the R-A. Okay, and then Trevor comes up like he's... Remember, because it's all glass. So he's still outside the house and he comes up and mom starts yelling and is like, it's Zoe, it's Zoe. And like he opens the door and then he just starts laughing. (laughs) <laughs> it's a high-pitched cackle. You know how you know someone's evil? He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 I hate that laugh so much. He got that inflection you wanted. Finally. And I said, I know it. What did I write in the notes? I wrote, I know it. Yep. Trevor and Paul immediately start arguing. Yep. Paul Vargas, super genius, who created the most secure, unhackable cryptocurrency this world has ever seen. After he stole it from me. I didn't steal anything. You were slow off the mark to begin with, and your programming was deeply flawed. After we dissolved our partnership, it took me years to fix it. All the while making sure I never got a job at another startup again. Because you were a hack programmer who had to steal other people's work to get by. So I wound up a third-rate professor while you get to be the genius playboy with all the fame and glory that should have been mine. Is that what I said? That's what you had said. And then while they're arguing, mom is trying to untie Lizzie, but she can't. And then, you know, and I, I kind of t- thought this was mom's attempt to just, again, like buy them time slash keep them distracted. And it's like, Zoe, you don't want to do this. You don't want to hurt anybody. And we find out that Zoe and Trevor have been together since Zoe was a sophomore. And she's like in love with him. She's obviously being controlled. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Lizzie is like, you're sleeping with Nicole. <gasps> and like, literally, you know, Zoe's like, oh, what? Yes. And he's like, no, 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 she's lying. She's lying. And I'm like, well, honey, you know what's not a lie? What I wanted was for Joanna to go, honey, he tried to kiss me two nights ago. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow, I was wow, like, wow. I was like, if you in love with Zoe, you need to tell me why you was making out with the mama. So yes. you could have said that and ended this whole thing. Yes. So then Zoe tosses gasoline all over Trevor. And uh-huh. it's like, yeah, it's not a good plan to cheat on the girl who's helping you commit all the crimes. Yeah. Like, You shouldn't cheat on anybody, but if someone is your accomplice, you should definitely not cheat on them. (laughs) And for some reason, Trevor has an axe. Yeah, like a tiny little axe. Yeah, like little. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little axe hatchet. A hatchet. Yeah. Mom takes his hatchet and because like the gasoline going on him and then Zoe's standing with one of those like those long lighters that you use to like light a grill. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got a grill lighter and she's like holding it and is threatening to blow Trevor up. But remember, (laughs) 
remember, everything's been doused, right? So right. it's like, so then Paul gets up and he like headbutts her. Because remember, he's still kind of, he's tied up, right? So he doesn't have his hands free. But he gets up and he like headbutts her, knocks her over. <laughs> then mom, who has used that hatchet to cut Lizzie free, she, mom runs around the back. She hits Trevor over the head. Get away from my daughter. Head bonk. Head bonk with an axe. Cut to the police. The local authorities have finally arrived. I wow. love how they are never there when you They're need them. Never. Ever. They just they have come- to take everyone's word for it, too. Literally. Exactly. They just come after it's all said and done. <laughs> Cut to the police, leading Trevor and Zoe out, both in handcuffs. Trevor's got some gauze around his head. So obviously they called a medic. Trevor's been bonked. He's got his little <laughs> bloody gauze. Zoe's <laughs> going out in cuffs. And mom and Lizzie hug. And Lizzie apologizes to her mom. Mom, I'm so sorry for everything I said earlier during our fight. I didn't mean any of it. And I'm like, you still remember that fight you got in after all of this? Well, you would if it was like the last conversation you had before you were kidnapped. All right. Because you're like, well, what if I never see her again? And then we fought. You know how that is. I understand now why you thought that way. (laughs) Having your head of security offer to bribe me. He did what? Ugh. I'm so sorry. I didn't know he was going to do that either. <laughs> I love that that's his problem. Well, I think they're just like, we have to make Paul seem good. You know, so they have to like undo all of the stuff that like the PI and the head of security did. And right. then Paul's like, hey, do you want to catch a ride back into town? The police are going to take us. And then the three of them are like, oh, righty. They truly act like they have just finished a like a fun day sightseeing. Well, the way it also goes too, because, you know, they're talking about, obviously, mom is like, you know, I could have helped you and blah, blah, blah. And Paul's like, I couldn't help but overhear a conversation earlier. I offer to help. It's still good, you know. Our internships are the best paying in the industry. And so basically, Paul is like, okay, you were a cam girl who was hired by my nemesis and planted <laughs> in my home to, to eventually And I, and I did have your mom assaulted and blackmailed and bribed. <laughs> Would you like an internship? We pay. I thought what I wanted him to do is be like, I will pay for your schooling for the next four years. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, you're a tech millionaire. I was like, give her some money. I said, give her some money. But if we know anything about Lizzie, she's not going to take that money. You know, it's like Lizzie wants to work. Lizzie says, I got to show you my boob first. She's like, I will only take it if you let me show you my boob first. Okay, so they're doused in gasoline. They get in the car and they ride back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, can I take a shower? Can I get one of those, like, marathon blankets? Now, we cut to three months later. It's nighttime. Joanna is hard at work in her office because she is a corporate lawyer and she is a woman who does the work. And there's a knock-knock and Lizzie comes in. Lizzie's smiling. She's come by because she just finished a day at her internship, which she loves. And she says, Mom, I want to take you out to dinner. And we find out that Paul Vargas offered Lizzie a full-time summer job, which means she can pay for fall tuition. Wow. Ah! I thought Joanna and Paul Vargas were going to be dating. <laughs> I was hoping to, actually, the way like they talked after. Well, right. And they just made him like seem likable. Like It's like, we don't I need know. to like this man, actually. Like, it's fully fine. No, I wanted to like him. I was happy. Yeah, I just wanted her. I wanted, you know, I want love for Joanna because Joanna so eagerly wants love, obviously. You know, (laughs) barely looked for her daughter and was willing to hop in bed with a killer. 
that it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to get her on an app. <laughs> that was, it was a really fun, I mean, it was a rom-com, it was a thriller, and it almost had a Christmas movie-like ending. <laughs> So it really gave us all of the beats. I like this one a lot. This one was very fun. This was, and it was just like, Trevor kills me. Trevor just literally, literally Trevor kills me. Trevor's trying to kill me. I did not see Zoe and Trevor being lovers. And I love to be surprised. So the options for that relationship is Zoe's crazy and obsessed and is like making Trevor do this stuff or... Trevor has master manipulated Zoe. So it's like, I hope Zoe, which was the case here, I hope Zoe gets a lesser sentence and is able to finish her schooling. Well, we hope so, but she's still going away for a while. And that's the, but I was very happy with how quickly she turned. Yeah. The moment Lizzie was like, he was sleeping with Nicole. Zoe was like, I'm gonna light him on fire. Right. Yes, Zoe. Also, (laughs) justice for Nicole, we don't need to drag her in, in her death. But also, no, Nicole didn't know she was hooking up with you know what I mean Nicole was out here living her life okay I just feel like Nicole it's like she works at this rough bar she got everyone in a cam girl like it's like can we just let Nicole have a nice rest in peace memorial yeah 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 Yeah. oh wow and next week oh my gosh I am so excited because we are entering the spookiest season of the year (laughs) next week we are gearing up for lifetimes are you ready for this shocktober that's the only thing I'll call it you know, September, October, November. September, October, with a throwback to season one, Psycho Yoga Instructor, oh, truly one of our favorites. A woman tries to save her marriage and her life when a sociopathic yoga instructor becomes obsessed with her. And Oof. there's, remember, there's that storm. There's a midnight yoga class. There's breaking glass. Oh. Well, honey. So if you haven't seen this film or if you want to watch it again, Watch with your existing Lifetime Movie Club subscription or go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash podcast for a free seven-day trial, which you should have done already. Honey, best $3.99 you'll spend a month. I'll tell you that right now. And after this little throwback, we will be back with a brand new episode and yet another shocking Lifetime movie. It could also be called Psychtober. No, honey. (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll see you then. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, That's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. (laughs) 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.